Namaste and uh, welcome to all participants to attend another session of uh, Gurukula, 22nd session of uh, Gurukula. So today we have with us uh, Dr. Jishnu Narayanan. So on behalf of all of us uh, and easier with the family and uh, on behalf of all the participants, I take the privilege of uh, extending my cordial welcome to Dr. Jishnu Narayanan. I'll give a brief introduction of, of, of uh, Dr. Jishnu. Uh, Dr. Jishnu Narayanan worked previously as a senior medical officer at uh, AVP Coimbatore from uh, 2014 to 20. 17 and ever since he has been working as associate professor uh, at astangam ayurveda medical college palakkad kerala having an extended experience in uh, uh, teaching profession as well as clinical practice uh, dr jishnu narayanan is here to present uh, his topic uh, on uh, exploring uh, prayoga samuchayam so when uh, we were discussing about this particular topic uh, so i was really pleased with uh, what dr jishnu narayanan wanted to present this is a rare uh, book, a Kerala text on Agatha Tantra. So Dr. Jishnu Narayanan also holds uh, a post-graduation degree in Agatha Tantra. And uh, as I already said, uh, he is uh, working as associate professor. So meanwhile, uh, kindly let me admit few of our participants. So exploring Prayoga Samuchayam will be the topic. So Dr. Jishnu Narayanan will be taking us into the depth of the oceanic advertise uh, of uh, Kerala text of Agatha Tantra uh, and he will be exploring few formulations for us which we can use in clinical uh, practice. So the to topic will be exploring Prayoga Samuchayam, a Kerala text of Agatha Tantra from perspective of uh, clinical practice without wasting any time. I would like to hand over the dais to Dr. Jishnu Narayanan, uh, extending a cordial welcome once again. Dr. Jishnu, over to you. Thank you, ECI Ayurveda, for giving this opportunity. So, so basically, this uh, the presentation I am going to do is a Prayoga Samuchayam, a Kerala text of Agatha from the perspective of clinical practice. So basically, I'm not intending to do a book review, basically, because this book is uh, based on Malayalam. It is being written a bit far, maybe few few centuries ago. And I don't want to go into the depths of the uh, idea what they are trying to communicate in the text uh, as a general. But more rather than what I want to do is basically uh, getting few of the insights from the textbook where we can actually use those uh, ideas or those uh, formulations or those practices into day-to-day -day practices of our general clinical practice. So basically this would be helpful for those practitioners or those budding doctors who want to try a bit extra from the general whatever we know about Ayurvedic formulations and other thing. And this thing will be most of the, the formulations what we will be discussing through this uh, presentation will be will not be available uh, at the market as we were already having a few discussions in the ACR weather group that which medicines and from where we will be getting. So that part will be a bit uh, difficult for us. But of course, this will uh, give some light into few of the formulations which actually are wonderful and which is uh, practiced by many of the Vaidyas and can be included into our armory for a better result. So basically, all the yogas what I, I want to discuss here are in the inverted this thing it is experienced yogas for example none of the yogas which i will be uh, will be presenting in the presentation will be taken from the text as such uh, without any prior experience because I, i'll let you know how this experienced yoga will be coming into scenario and i'll be selecting very few formulations by uh, from which only the mostly available and common drugs will be uh, included because we know uh, again Agatha is such a vast subject and very very uh, practically oriented subject which have most of the regional drugs and regional herbs 
which finds at times difficult to identify, difficult to exactly pinpoint which is the drug. So there are so many controversies. So I'm omitting out all such uh, scenarios and I, am ta- I have taken only those formulations, which is made up of common available drugs which has been experienced by many of the vaidyas and are experiencing till now with their treatment uh, clinical practices so i will i will limit the presentation into only such yogas so i'll just skip this slide because uh, you know that agradandra or vishavaidya will be having a huge scope in when we deal about a general uh, clinical practice because we know we are dealing with visha in agradandra and it is very potent so the medicines what we use to treat the visha uh, that also will be having very 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 potent and very fast acting uh, properties will be there which actually if we can utilize the, those uh, aspects into our clinical practice the, the speed of the recovery or the pinpointedness of the uh, the treatment it can be very um, broadly taken into our clinical practice so in that sense many of the yogas which we will be discussing here will be helpful for a general clinical practitioner uh, to fasten their results and to to deal with very complicated and acute conditions basically so not only in symptomatic management but also in the broad spectrum or very uh, specific uh, conditions of the general practice, we can actually incorporate few of the ideas where the Agadandra text or Agadandra formulations will be telling us. So uh, when we were actually having an opportunity to learn few of these these formulations, uh, our teachers or our guru used to tell that uh, Agadandra is a is a specific area where you can actually see the doshas. So because. Uh, in any of the other departments or other uh, ashtangas, the, our our interaction with the patient and patient's recovery will be in a slow pace, and there is no for a new uh, intern or a, for a new student when they are seeing it will be very difficult for them to actually visualize what is uh, dosha and how it is coming up, how, what are the changes happening to the dosha with the treatments. But in Agadandra, what happens is if you have a symptom. You have to give a medicine and that has to be uh, rectified so there very instantly we have we can see the lakshana we can we have to assume the nidana we have to give the medicine and the results has to be obtained so a very uh, cordial relation will be generated between the dosha and the physician and in that sense agada is a peculiar subject where we can actually interact with the dosha so in that sense it has a very potent what to say opportunity when we use these kind of yogas in our general practice so just one more introduction to end this uh, this part so i hope that these uh, formulations what we will be going through might be useful for very senior clinicians who are not yet came across a into the the realm of this prayog samajaya or into the realm of agadandra textbooks in that sense because they are very senior they will be very uh, experience so when they get a gist of glimpse of uh, some theories or some practices they can actually very elaborately use those portions into their clinical practice and of course for new drug development and even for literary research because this one of the main issue what we face is this hasn't been uh, translated to any of the uh, other languages it's available only in malayalam so that's a bit difficult part to to reach this book into or this uh, literature into other uh, areas so for literary work and of course for ayurvedic enthusiasts to to know that what is what can ayurveda do uh, with the general practice so again uh, just a, a reminder like we will be going through few of the yogas and i hope that this won't be getting too dry because it is only the yogas what we will be describing 
and we will be describing the the effect of those yogas and where it can be actually used and how experienced are the other vaidyas with this yoga so we will be very briefly we'll just tell about what is prayoga samaje and where it is coming from so as many of you might be knowing vishachigilsa or agatha tantra has been a very very active branch in kerala and along with other ashtangas but this has been given a very importance and there has been many books and many literature and many practitioners in the perspective of agatha tantra so basically there are three textbooks uh, which uh, we consider as authentic regional language textbooks uh, still practiced by few of the vaidyas and those are actually vishavaidya jolsinga prayoga samuchayam and kriya kaumari so for the kriya kaumari which is the latest in the in the order uh, it has been written and or rather it has been compiled from all the available textbooks it's a very vast uh, literature and the it's been published very recently so it's not a very old test in that manner but it's been a very vast very 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 large compilation basically and vishavaidya jolstinga is the first among these three textbooks three main textbooks and prayoga samjayam comes in between so uh, basically uh, it has been written by author by a, a traditional uh, physician of agatha tantra who was actually from a royal cochin dynasty Uh, called us Kochuni Tamburan. So uh, he was very famous for his uh, Agada practice, and he was one of the pra- f- uh, first physician to establish an inpatient facility uh, treatment center for snake bites and snake bite victims in Kerala when the uh, just after the independence. So there has been so many stories and so many clinical success stories about the the author basically. So it, this book was written in 1934 to 35 that period. So it's not a very very old book in that sense. Few of the portions which is in the book has been taken from the uh, earlier books. Uh, what I we, we have been discussing like the the Vishavaidya Jolsinga. but there are few other yogas which is which cannot be seen anywhere else so you can see uh, the lineage of the kochuni tambran basically so those all of those uh, names what you can see like kokaranambudiri or kochuni valiya tambran they were their uh, gurus and they have a, spe- a special lineage in their tradition and um, this is published and republished with the uh, commentary and now the only available uh, textbook of agatha tantra in print in malayalam is prayoga samuchayam none of the other textbook what we discussed it's not yet uh, not available for print as of now but prayoga samuchayam still has its copies but as i said it's only in malayalam so anybody is interested can actually work on a translation in that sense so uh, we won't go as i told we won't go in detail to the contents of that book in that sense so it has parichchada parichchada is just a translation for adhyaya so instead of adhyaya they have used the term as parichchada so there are 11 parichchadas and uh, it contains as usual it contains all the topics which is related to agatha tantra you can just go through these uh, topics or parichchadas uh, later when you when you have that uh, time so we will be sharing this so i i won't be going to the details of that so now coming into the topic as such we can see few of the prayogas in that sense where they will be using medicines and they will be having their own specific method of utilizing that that medicines and there will be few yoga so among them uh, i'll be going in chronological order from the first to the last and won't be uh, giving a de- uh, what to say dividing it according to the uh, conditions or symptoms so from first to last we'll be just going through the text only select uh, selecting the needed yogas and one more thing to say like 
few of the words what i use here it's been coined or it's been typed by me or myself because there is no other uh, alternative words or alternative translations available that's why i just might have created few words so pardon for that uh, one of them is the blowing therapy so in malayalam we call it as utu jigal so utu is just blowing so this is a very peculiar method of treatment uh, usually used in the treatment of uh, snake bite victims so basically it is a symptomatic treatment where few of you might be knowing that we consider the visha in vegas so in the primary three vegas or primary three stages of intoxication when the dosha are affected by the visha in the very primary three stages for example rasa rakta and mamsa there will be few symptoms of headache few symptoms of heavy head few symptoms of uh, drooping of eyes having uh, sleepiness or uh, cannot be uh, interacted with the the outside world will be going into the uh, semi conscious uh, stage so in such a scenario where there is there has been affected the uh, the primary three stages of the uh, dhatus this particular therapy is usually used so as i said this is been very widely used by many of the physicians and we actually even use it in in colleges for few other conditions rather than snake bite of course we doesn't get the snake bite in that sense so for other uh, insects bites if their their hypersensitivity reactions are coming up and there is uh, some involvement of neurological involvement is there primary neurological involvement is there then we can use it or even otherwise for general practice when the ऊर्ध्व जत्रुगद विकारस आर कमिंग अप जस्ट लाइक कफवाद प्रधान ऊर्ध्व जत्रुगद विकार इफ दे आर कमिंग दिस पर्टिकुलर ट्रीटमेंट कैन बी अप्लाइड सो आई विल जस्ट एक्सप्लेन हाउ और व्हाट इट इज बेसिकली देयर आर ओनली फॉर ड्रग्स बेसिकली वन इज विश्वा दुष्पर्श मरीजा एंड विषवेगा सो अगेन वी विल बी जस्ट गोइंग थ्रू द द संस्कृत नेम्स ऑफ द ड्रग्स इन दैट सेंस and all these drugs are very common when you if at all anybody doesn't know the this thing you can just search it it will be available so in in cases of few uh, controversial or few uncommon uh, drugs i will be just explaining their uh, botanical name as much as possible so this is only for drugs vishwa dusparsha marija and vishavega so usually what the vaidyas do is they will take this drug they will make the coarse powder of that or just will pound that medicines and they will be giving this to the uh, attenders of the victim basically in in olden days they will this medicine will be pounded and will be giving to the attendants of the patient and they will chew it in their mouth and they are asked to blow to the three uh, places of the patient one is the murda and the two years so what happens is the virya of the or the potency of the medicine will be going into the patient through three of the marmasthanas one is urdha and two ears so the attenders has to continuously blow with chewing this uh, medicine and they can actually spit out the whatever saliva is coming up but they will be continuously doing it so it in reference it is told that when you do it for 100 times then the samya lakshana or the, the time to stop that particular treatment has been arrived so but uh, in practically what we do is mm-hmm. when we get patients of vadakapha pradana urdhajatru vikaras when there is no association of pitta very particular in that sense this can aggravate pitta it can aggravate the burning sensation all over the body in the, in such conditions they can even go for a very semi conscious or moha kind of scenario so that has to be taken care otherwise if there is heaviness of head if there is severe headache if there is tiredness and there is heaviness from the top of the body to the site of the bite 
then this treatment will be of great helpful and it has been practiced or rather it is very practically it can be achieved so this is one of the very basic very starting treatment what many of the vishavaidyas in kerala do and many of the the doctors even outside the kerala they have this practice so the theory behind that or the how it works siddhanta behind that it is a different topic so we'll uh, skip that portion in that sense uh, but you can just uh, identify these drugs you can have this even not mandatory that even attenders has to do it in, in colleges we have the interns we will uh, make them to do or uh, even others even doctors can actually do attenders can do so that's not a matter here one thing which uh, everybody should be taken care is when the attenders are doing or whoever is doing they should be devoid of use of alcohol for at least few hours before and chewing of tobacco kind of uh, things so there mouth should be empty uh, clear and then only they should be doing it otherwise again the the involvement of pitta and other kind of issues can come up otherwise it's a very potent uh, therapy uh, which when we hear it for first time even ayurvedic doctors if at all they are hearing it for first time we will uh, just neglect its uh, probable efficacy because it's just a external therapy but very potent and very useful in such a scenario so this is one of the thing we can go to the as i said uh, if i told you feel like having any discussions in between i am i am ready for that i can uh, have that otherwise we will discuss it in the last so coming to the second one kshiradhara so basically uh, many of the medicines what we use here or we can we see here are medicines for complications of the snake bite rather than actually treating the uh, venom and snake bite or in in that sense for any bite Uh, many of the yogas what we see here they are vishahara antipoisonous but are specified for some particular symptoms so in that sense we can actually incorporate this medicines formulations in treating such symptoms so here we can see two yogas basically but these two can be used as separate yogas or even can be mixed up and used so one is kubilu mula which many of us will be familiar with uh, using that kubilu mula for kshiradhara so i know i know uh, we use it very generously so it's a potent pain relieving mechanism or method of treatment and even for vada kapha pradhana vigaras we can actually use that uh, treatment but the formulation above that sariva vacha madhuga yashti madhu chandana and ushira so uh, many of those formulation may not be having any names for that it is just a, a, a shloka in that sense so Uh, this is usually used in severe pitta pradhana daha condition associated with uh, any of the disease so this is the cause is not a big deal here but uh, we can uh, concentrate on the symptom concentrate on the dosha and actually we can utilize this to relieve the symptom so sariva vacha madhuga chandana anushira we can make it as a kshira and if at all needed severe uh, pain is associated kupilu can also be included into the formulations and can be uh, we can do the kshiradhara so basically it is a neurologic neuralgia kind of pain or burning sensation uh, kind of thing can be uh, treated with this uh, particular yoga so and again except kupilu the other formulations from sariva to ushira those formulations uh, is said that it can be used as even nasya or pana so the kupilu has to be excluded the other yoga it can be used for nasya and even for pana so 
again it is being said in the mandali samanya chikitsa so mandali is again a pitta pradhana uh, sarpa where it has all the paitika lakshana so you can just assume where this can be used so just just to comment on some other part like whatever yogas we take here as i said the experience i, I told that these are all uh, yogas which has been proven by experience so basically when we go through the prayoga samuchaya uh, we can see few uh, for many of the yogas they will be using explanatory marks and the uh, commas in in that yoga so it is said that these marks has been kept there only for those yogas which the author has used himself and found results so rather than it it's a very uh, peculiar method of presentation in that sense i haven't seen any other textbook having this criteria where the author tells us that there are many yogas which has been in practice by many other physicians but these uh, specific yogas it has been used by the author and has been found effective so in that sense the primary criteria was every yogas what we uh, consider here are primarily experienced by the author and then it is been experienced by not everything by me few of the yogas are used to practice otherwise uh, it is been experienced by the teachers or guru who has been explaining these things to me so in just to introduce that part into the discussion so again this is another yoga lodradi or lodrashidadi so lodradi there is another yoga as as lodradi gana so in uh, primarily among the vishavaidyas it is used to be lodradi but nowadays as it is been introduced into the clinics of many of the uh, colleges and other thing now it is been told as lodrashidadi so this yoga is again from prayog samuchaya itself you can just see lodra shita nishayugma saralarkasa vilyoga manjishta padali mula sameda kshala chandaya so it's again a very potent yoga to treat any pitta pradhana oozing lesions I, i'm just uh, avoiding the context of the vishajikilsa here and i'm coming only into the context of uh, general practice so any skin diseases in that sense where there is oozing there is srava and associated with severe pitta and kapha we can uh, utilize this yoga for externally and even for internally so there are few padha bhedas or few differences of opinion in the drugs used so many of them instead of padali they use padha and neeli so you can you can assume the context of the yoga it is lodra shida shida is chandana and nisha uh, haridra so both the varieties of uh, shida and nisha has to be taken sarala arka villa uh, manjishta padali or uh, for in that sense padha or neeli instead of padali can be taken so again this is again a potent yoga where uh, soriasis kind of or uh, lesions where there is oozing or uh, even visarchika kind of uh, lesions or uh, with with spread all over the body or if at all there is secondary infections again in the uh in the primary lesions or primary visarchika lesions uh, dermatitis lesions if at all there is secondary infections bacterial infections uh, there is paga happening so in that all conditions actually this is a very potent uh, yoga to use if at all there is association of kapha so may not be a better yoga only for the severe pitta condition if at all there is a association of kapha lodrashidati or lodradi yoga will be a great uh, help so it's been now very 
uh, widely practiced in many uh, even colleges and in many other uh, vaidyas so the next one uh, we call it as trimurti or rather the textbook or the followers of the text call it as uh, trimurti because it has only three drugs nimba neeli and karanja it's been mentioned in two areas in in pravasamaji one is mandali visha chikitsa and the other one is mushira so both are when you see both are very opposite in nature one is severely pittaja in condition and the mushira is uh, extremely kapapradana in condition so in both the scenario this trimurti nimba neeli and karanja has been explained so in clinical practice when there is severe utklesha on the base of kapha so kapapradana utklesha pradhana diseases whatever it is there and that to sama and spread all over the body so there is association of the whole sarvadehikas whole body association is there uh, sama pradhana there is uh, margavarodha and there is association of kapha and pitta in the in such conditions you can use nimba neeli karanja as a single combination for symptomatic relief especially it is used in painful varicose ulcers or uh, varicosity when causing the dermatitis and there is pain there is uh, inflammations in such conditions even for internally and even for externally uh, for wash shalana you can use this medicine and it gives wonderful uh, results so uh, especially in the in the symptom of pain related with varicose veins it is a potent yoga and actually it can give wonderful results so in other condition usually it works in uh, arteria type of lesions where the exact cause is not yet known or we are uh, fed up with giving all other medication so uh, at least for symptomatically to treat that itching sensation to treat that arterial lesions nimbanili karanja will be helping i'm not telling that for every arteria nimbanili karanja will be a, a, the, the best option i'm not telling that but in some conditions where uh, all other our armories are left left out and we don't have a way to for, move forward so in some condition where there is uh, again utklesha is there the patient should be having the bala to withstand this medicine because it's bit strong in that sense nimba is there in one third part and karanja again is one third so all these drugs are very uh, shoshana pradhana in nature so should be very careful in using in such for patients who are very weak in that sense when bala is not there but otherwise nimba neeli karanja can be used in such scenarios also so as i said as i told one is mushigan the other one is mandali the, the context so we can assume the dosha pradhanata of this uh, kashaya so coming into another wonderful or what to say interesting uh, area for chardi or for uh, vomiting because vomiting comes as a complication uh, in mandali visha chikitsa when the patient is a victim of viper bites common complication what happens to the patient is recurrent vomiting by which we even uh, we may not be able to introduce any kind of medicines into that patient and we are left with no other choice so in such scenarios to to address that symptom uh, only to that symptom as i said it doesn't have any anything to do with the visha in in any any way but it 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 Uh, tries to uh, calm down the vega it tries to calm down the chardi as a symptom so wherever in clinical practice we come across with chardi not telling about very acute cases where there are specific reasons and uh, very uh, acute for example inflama- uh, infectious conditions or even for acute uh, gastritis type of conditions or pancreatitis or in in such scenarios where we should be using our ft leaving that part for any other 
continuous chardi making the patient very dehydrated and we want to just address that chardi then symptomatically these few yogas can be used and it gives very wonderful uh, results many of them are very simple yogas and few of them have been already uh, used by many of you but there are few conditions so one is dhanyaga billa and jeeraga so only three yogas dhanyaga which is not powdered dhanyaga but just the dhanyaga itself billa and jeeraga so this has to be pounded and it has to be fried just dry fry it adding nothing just fry it and when it is hot in nature just add narigal odaga or um, coconut water better to be tender coconut water so only three drugs add narigal odaga when it is hot and add sita uh, just have it in as as we all know the best time period of or aushadha kala for visha is uh, muhurmuhu so again for chardi it is muhurmuhu so uh, have it in uh, frequent timing with very mm, little quantity so half a teaspoon or one teaspoon or uh, two teaspoon every uh, 10 minutes or 5 minutes keep giving it and for for uh, many of the patients especially in in ip patients where we have to deal with uh, the recurrent chardi uh, when there is dehydration especially for uh, patients of children so when they are affected with chardi this yoga will be of great help so that is one thing the other one is this actually we use it in many many areas this dhanyaga billuan jeeraga the other one is been said as a very potent yoga i don't have a personal experience on that so it is amlaki pippali madhuga nagara along with anjana so here anjana gives the importance to that yoga and it has been used in many other condition many other areas for the chardi uh, again and again so sita and laja so as I, i i personally doesn't have any experience on that it has been said as a wonderful yoga so i just kept it here so this one the first one laja chandana kshirabaga so this is again a wonderful uh, way of administering the yogas in a, in a, in some different way so what they have are used to do is they will be doing the kshirabaga of only laja and chandana so again laja has been used in many times in in chardi for internally and for externally so this is particularly a kshirabaga made will be applied as a paste over the chest so it is to address that vata vega basically to calm down the vayu and to to address that vega itself and it is been it is been what to say applied externally basically because in many a times we may not be able to manage the condition of chardi by giving internal medicines because again it it keeps on uh, vomiting out so few techniques they used to do where the external treatment can somehow control the chardi vega and in that sense internal medication can be continued so this is again a very wonderful yoga used to give results and only for the the what to say interest of trying out we had tried out in few patients but it is wonderful so again this can be actually used in many other conditions of hikka or even bada pradhana kasa kind of conditions especially in when we are in uh, admitting and treating the in ip patients so laja and chandana very simple yoga laja and chandana we will be making kshira bhaga into that and the kshira has to be or that paste has to be applied over the chest where that udana vayu is been affected so similarly the other one option is bhumi amlaki rasa so it has been told as a egamulika prayoga here so here also it is not an internal medicine it's an external application bhumi amlaki rasa has to be 
uh, applied as a piju over the neck. So usually what they do is I have seen it performing, but I, ha I haven't uh, used it by myself. So Bhumiyamalikirasa, they will be uh, making the Bhumiyamalikirasa, which is again a, may not be an easy uh, thing for many of our uh, practitioners in day-to-day -day, uh, practice. But Bhumiyamalikirasa, they will dip the, the, the cotton cloth into that and will be tying over the neck as a uh, as a piju or rather just tying all over the neck and they will be keep applying that bhumiya milikirasa again and again just as how we do the piju so again uh, the mode of action i'm not so sure about that for laja and chandana Shirabaga, we can actually assume what would be the mode of action but for bhumiya milikirasa it is i am I'm, I'm not sure about the how it works but uh, it works wonderfully so these all are few alterations and thinking process where they used to to manage the condition uh, when the internal medicines are completely completely not working or cannot be used so external applications has been selected so these two yogas can be taken into consideration and first yoga is very particularly useful before that we just omitted two yogas so you can just see that it is almost similar to the primary yoga but for uh, for example laja nagara bala villu and dhanyaga so maybe just like the nayopayam kashayam what we have it is a just modified version of the nayopayam kashayam it again has when we say chardi here uh, we can consider all kind of urdhva jatrugada urdhva vikaras like shwasa vadaja shwasa and hikka or even in in some scenarios even the uh, affliction of the cardiac issues so in for example when we say about nayopayam kashayam the the indications of Nayobayam Gashayam you can just uh, imagine. So in such scenarios, this can also be doing wonderful work. So go to the other one. Again, this has been explained as a Shwasahara Yoga basically and Chardihara where the Darvigara Visha is being given as a uh, cause of the, the Shwasa or the Chardi. So in such scenario, this drug has been or this formulation has been explained as Villamula, Drona Pushpi, Shalabarni, Abamarga, Ajamoda, and Nagara. You can just see. So it's almost we can use it as Nayobayam in a more Kapapradana condition. It is it removes the Kapavarana, it opens up the uh, Vayu, Urdhavayu, uh, Anilomia should be will be uh, given by this yoga. So again, it can be used as a yoga for Kasa, Kasa, that too, particularly towards the Vata Kapapradana and even in Chardi also. So again coming into another uh, complication of the usual complication of the mandali visha so bleeding is the most common severe complication we come across with mandali visha there are so many yogas explained uh, specifically for bleeding so again as i as i was telling bleeding so vadankura bala vasha and ushira so we usually use it for the menstrual bleeding and for the uh, excessive bleeding uterine bleeding etc it, it works very wonderful in that sense so again this has to be explained like for urinary obstruction any kind of urinary obstructions even for because of the palsy or any other condition usually it is an, a complication of the mandali visha but kushmandalata so we have to the ash guard stem has to be taken kashaya is made and with, along with cardamom it gives wonderful result in uh, generating the urine and uh, removing that urinary obstruction so the second yoga also this is a very important yoga maybe one of the most practically usable yoga in the whole presentation so this can be taken note of so cotton tagaradi again it is a yoga explained for ludavisha and and mandali visha also 
so for neurologic pains neuralgia conditions for uh, post herpes pain kottam tagradi works wonderful basically it is a yoga which is pittahara in nature and vadahara so vada pittahara when when the uh, base of the uh, the samprapti is vada pradhana but there is involvement of pitta in such scenarios kottam tagradi will be working wonderful so again shobhara sigribhanadi so, i am not explaining that because it is been available so you can just refer that uh, this arka patra sveda if at all anybody is not aware of that it is a wonderful yoga for uh, reducing the swelling and reducing the pain specifically inflammatory pain uh, when there is no involvement of active pitta in that sense it has been explained as a vedana hara yoga for darvikara visha it can be used in any kind of poison or non poisonous condition where there is active inflammatory pain is there just taking the arkapatra dipping in hot uh, ghee and using it for lepa or using it for kiri for example for swedana so basically what we need is we have to use the arkapatra for swedana and that too in hot ghee so there is a method of doing that maybe we can discuss that so this is again a very wonderful yoga very very effective and the results will be in in minutes this is uh, you might be knowing about the amrutottaram so this is almost similar like amrutottaram instead of amrutha there is pudarnava it it can be used in multiple conditions where shobha haratva is needed rather than the jwaraharatva the punarnava haridagi and nagara has been explained as a wonderful drug for joint involvement of when visha is lodged in joints and causing sada so sandhi sada is has it has been explained as a very specific indication for this yoga so amukravayambadi again these all are very very potent yogas which can be used in practice again uh, those who are not familiar with this one you can there are publications available you can just go through jeevaraksha guliga one of the very potent and primary uh, medicines used in actual visha chikitsa where in but in general practice actually we can use it as a rasayana yoga for many autoimmune conditions and many diabetic foot ulcers kind of uh, conditions where shodha shodhana is needed and uh, rakta prasadana is needed so kshira has been given as the anubana the details can be available even even in publication so but this is a very important yoga very potent yoga but uh, it's not in market basically but it can be taken into consideration and if at all any further clarifications or doubts are there i will be happy to introduce maybe few more yogas if necessary uh, thank you dr vishnu so that was a mind blowing uh, session overall see the basic idea was to introduce uh, the important formulations from this text where basically these formulations what dr vishnu explained are focused towards the treatment of different types of visha so and also he was mentioning so visha uh, maybe sarpa visha mushika visha muta visha so many types of visha so like uh, insects spiders uh, so for those who cannot understand the traditional words uh, snake scorpion and lot more things the basic idea was not to explain about uh, how these formulations are working in the treatment of poisons or uh, poison bites or stings the basic idea was to look at those formulations from a different angle different perspective where the same formulations can be carried to the generalized practice like uh, uh, example dr jishnu if i am not wrong explained a few uh, formulations which are used in chardi that is uh, vomiting acute and chronic vomiting and vomiting which is not uh, getting responded to any uh, medications so here the formulation which is explained as a treatment of uh, vomiting as a complication for a snake bite or something 
that can also be inculcated into the practice to control uncontrolled vomiting and other conditions another condition like for uh, uh, excessive menstrual bleeding that that was also dr jishnu uh, mentioning so these are the examples i'm just giving the perspective to sum up the discussion is uh, to use the formulations are used in a different context but what we are seeing here is how to use the same formulations in the clinical practice for general conditions what we see in the opd and ipd so ho hopefully i'm not wrong uh, dr jishnu yeah yeah okay exactly sir exactly exactly so that was uh, the basic idea so again thanks on behalf of all of us this is not a vote of thanks for uh, introducing us to a new treatise new book and new uh, formulations which uh, were unheard of and uh, giving a different perspective and dimension that uh, so we can we can get uh, these uh, formulations into the practice though not mentioned in the other uh, uh, treatises and they're also uh, practice oriented and uh, which have come out of the experience as dr jishnu rightly pointed out the author himself has make, made a mark a uh, note mark and a foot mark there that i have used them in the clinical practice you two can go ahead and uh, practice them how much courage is needed uh, for a visha chikitsak so because uh, one question i want to ask you you can keep your answers in brief because we have a few questions in the question box what made you to take nagada uh, tantra as uh, we know as you mentioned in one of your statements that uh, Uh, Kerala traditional practice also focuses on visha chikitsa. There are so many visha chikitsaks there. What made you? What generated an interest in you to go ahead and take Agatha Tantra as a specialization? Because many students would would be looking at some clinical subjects like Kaya Chikitsa, Shalya, Shalakya. So generally, when we ask nowadays, kids are courageous to tell uh, different subjects. Uh, Agatha Tantra, uh, I think many people are taking now, but still uh, people might hesitate to venture into that area, uh, uh, thinking that. Uh, a post graduation or a phd or any degree a higher degree in agatha tantra may not give us a recognition as a successful practitioner or the area of practice will be limited to which uh, idea confined in the minds of the youngsters so what's, what's your take on this and uh, why dr jishnu ventured into agatha tantra as you rightly said sir it's very very lot of courage is needed actually to practice so basically i think that is the reason why this topic has been introduced in this sense otherwise i would have exp uh, would have been explaining about the visha chikitsa basically but unfortunately we have to uh, mention it in a little uh, deviated way that these yogas can be used in general practice because we uh, don't get enough uh, support or courage or there is no experience before us uh, in practicing this in exactly in visha chikitsa where it is actually indicated so in that sense itself it is very difficult for a ayurvedic uh, physician at this uh, uh, current situation to practice agatha tantra but when you ask about my personal this thing maybe i just uh, wanted to to study the base of ayurveda the ashtanga hridaya in its original sense in you know in original style and i went out uh, searching for somebody and i landed in an area where they used to teach the ashtanga hridaya but they were agatha practitioner in that sense so i have been there for few Uh, years so after that i have been seeing the cases and then i went to the uh, the agada what to say pg in that sense so uh, it was just accidental to to select but yes it need very big courage and I, i'm not a agada practitioner in that sense not at all yeah so uh, that's a, a clean statement uh, there and also an honest uh, reply by dr just know what took him into this particular area and exploring it uh, so a few more questions uh, uh, swapna ji has a question here is vishwa ginger so that's what exactly you meant i understand dusparsha as mithuna 
is it uh, the this person you mentioned marichas black pepper vishavega as ishwari please correct me if it is it is exactly okay this person is as in mukuna you have used like kapikachu uh, ah yes okay maricha is black pepper and vishavega is uh, ishwari ishwaramuli uh, aristologia yeah. yeah yeah swapna ji again i don't did not understand the blowing procedure are there any pictures thanks is from swapna ji i had a question to that uh, dr jishnu so while explaining the blowing therapy you also mentioned that it is blown over the head and also into the ears like marmastana yes. so how, how is it why is it uh, important to blow over the head and ears number one and uh, the mode of action so like is it absorbed and is it applicable in all types of poisonings and uh, so how do you connect it to the general practice like this formulation you are very much emphasizing as one of the most successful uh, practices and it it is it should be done over 100 times yeah the uh, one thing is over the 100 times is just a mentioning of the uh, the text so that can be uh, of course it can be changed so one part is that the other part is actually it is uh, how it is working is again a theoretical question which we have to find out an answer but i think uh, specifically it it is what to say concentrating on the marma pradeshas as how we use the tala or the pichu or the shiras shiras is a marma stana and the virya of the drug here is being transformed or is being translated through the maybe agasha mahabodha in that sense and when you see the ear as a uh, indriya again it has connections with agasha so when when we think about that when you go uh, in in areas of um, height or even flight we know how important it is to have that uh, balance of the uh, ear in, in, in such scenario so when there is continuous blowing into that uh, area that too with the virya of the drug it actually enters to the to the area where it has to enter to correct that symptom so basically it is uh, giving the virya of the drug through agasha mahabodha to the uh, specific area Uh, why i i emphasized on that is even even uh, when i heard it for the first time we were not at all sure about how it actually works and i uh, like i thought it won't be working but to my amusement actually for every patient who used to do this it gives wonderful results we can see it in in minutes of time maybe 5 minutes 10 minutes they'll be having the whole heaviness of the body whole uh, pain over the body so it's literally it starts coming down as we introduce the virya of the medicine over that area it starts coming down and the patient will himself or herself will be telling that yeah now i feel lighter on my upper part so it comes down and it subsides so in that sense it is very wonderful uh, this thing and in general practice basically i when uh, i use it only to the special chicles so basically when there is stings of bees bee sting we used to get very very often bee sting because the campus is such a scenario so when th- that happens and there is an involvement of shiras and there is an involvement of kapha uh, pradana vigaras their heaviness head- headache uh, this works wonderfully so when there is involvement of kapha in the uh, resarakta level uh, i think this will be working in general practice also for the uh, heavy head for the Uh, neurological involvement in some scenarios but in in general practice i haven't used it in that sense but in uh, acute conditions of uh, poison poisonous bite stings it works absolutely amazing uh, this formulation the blowing therapy is uh, dr jishnu again as i uh, said right at the beginning it needs a lot of courage for the physician to practice vishu uh, chikitsa and uh, see kerala the region itself known for uh, so there is also a trust factor i believe 
between the physician the traditional physicians and also the uh, patients so otherwise uh, as you said when we hear or when we come through these formulations or the procedures for the first time it gives a query big query in the uh, minds of us so i too was thinking like uh, so not like will it really work is it a big risk of doing that so because uh, so general notion is people will be uh, scared of poisoning and they might think that uh, taking a blowing therapy might be a risk uh, so that might come into the mind and as you said you have personally witnessed uh, those uh, results so that's really amazing and it requires confidence on the perspective of physician and also the patient so they should be knowing the treatment culture so like uh, how these things have been handled and we definitely have results and word of mouth and uh, definitely people will uh, be flocking to because they know that uh, there are so we also know that other measures to handle with the acute poison or poisoning yeah. conditions are very difficult and to this added to this i'll come back to one more question so before that we will take uh, swapna ji's question uh, once again i understand kandu and shwata shwet uh, chardi or kapha symptoms uh, swapna ji wants to know what other kapha symptoms are available in visha other than uh, kandu and shwata and chardi kapha symptoms very uh, acute and very strong breathlessness can be associated with many of the uh, bites uh, for example in uh, crate bite that that happens because of the obstruction of the uh, the swasa processes so recurrent and ca continuous coming up of phlegm is a very very acute condition in uh, such scenarios so it it leaves no uh, no area for us to intervene into such scenarios so Uh, that is a symptom for simple example the heaviness of the body as i said the where the blowing therapy is uh, working fantastically severe heaviness of the body head pain so these are usually the kapha symptoms which uh, comes and uh, feeling of uh, shivering so usually that also happens so a feverishness and feeling of shivering coldness it all associated at some point or the other time along with the bite so one more thing just to add rather than uh doing and going for the exact blowing therapy in that sense the importance may be to to understand that such as a mechanism of administration of drug is also possible so in that sense that can be resulted upon or that can be taken into consideration and many other modulations of drug what to say introduction can be uh, thought of so rather as you were rightly saying to why we should be going for a blowing therapy when we have other uh, options to treat these acute conditions that is an exactly Uh, exact point but rather than that i introduce or i wanted to say that such a scenario or such a method of drug introduction is also possible so reason behind that can be thought upon and that can be introduced into other practices also absolutely that is a fantastic link to that and the basic uh, idea behind this presentation and also this topic is to inculcate this so as even the blowing therapy not only in the visha chikitsa as uh, dr jishnu has been telling so we can think over that particular pathway of administration of medicines in other conditions also so like it gives scope if if this is working in visha so if can we just go ahead and experiment on few other classical medications and try and see uh, if they really work in other conditions similar to these uh, uh, conditions so we need to see the structure and also the pathway into which we are moving adapting the same principles in the clinical practice while treating the other diseases on the basis of uh, what has been explained for which chikitsa i think uh, that's a wonderful link and uh, quantities of dravyas used in you explained some chardi formulations dr jishnu uh, swapna ji was interested to know 
like uh, what what should be the quantities whether it is equal proportions or uh, how do we use that yeah. uh, for there are only few yogas or formulations which we had uh, given the what to say exact quantity otherwise it is on equal quantity and how much content of the medicine uh, you are looking into so depending on that equal quantity of medicines can be taken so there is no other a uh, peculiar demarcation given in that sense so only for that uh, last few yogas like mrdasanjeevini or the jeevareksha kind of drugs which has contents of rasa uh, for that exact measurement has been given otherwise for all other uh, herbal drugs usually there doesn't give proportion so it's equal in quantity basically equal unless otherwise specified uh, we should be taking in equal quantities thank you that and uh, again coming with swapna ji's question arka should be avoided in pitta conditions okay uh just wondering about pravada panchamrutras has been used in mouth ulcers right i did not find the link here i wish you continue all these wonderful prayogas in, in another session thanks much that's a compliment uh so i'm wondering like if it's arka is avoided in pitta conditions how come it's been used in praval panchamrut which is a pitta condition so just to clarify that uh, it can it be used or no in pitta conditions arka basically i i think i was telling about the arka sweda i i think that was the context here so am i right swapna ji yes sir uh, yeah so basically what happens is arka patra sweda as we know it is about the sweda uh, procedure one thing and the other thing we use it for uh, acute pain basically so it is a symptomatic treatment to relieve the pain so when there is vada and vata kapha kapha association of vata this arkapatra sweda is very particularly effective if at all there is an involvement of pitta for example there is tenderness there is severe swelling is there inflammatory uh, changes are there which is about to get paga then arkapatra sweda is contraindicated maybe it's it's more than arkapatra sweda it is the sweda itself is contraindicated so i think my context was related to sweda by arkapatra so in a context it was mentioned as uh, vitiated doshas and sama conditions where the kashaya pana was advised why don't we opt for uh, vamana in that case rather than uh, wait for a complete digestion of the kashaya i think if i am getting it right vamana can be advised there is no no problem in that or there is no discussion uh, in that it can be advised uh, when there is samak there are, there might be conditions where vamana is contraindicated especially when we are dealing with visha of course there will be conditions where even vamana is not at all uh, involved but we are not dealing with that we will be coming only to the general practice even in such scenarios where vamana is contraindicated vamana cannot be done and we need some pasana uh, pasana to happen in in systemic uh, conditions then uh, of course this can be done and again the sama condition may not be uh, spread all over the body maybe the amatva will in in example like in many of the skin conditions in vicharchika like conditions there can be involvement of sama rasa in uh, localized uh, areas where we may have to Uh, do the pachana of that that dosha so in such scenarios this will be useful and of course vamana can be an added option vamana rather than added option that would be a the primary or first uh, line of treatment option and maybe you can go for the other uh, kind of pachana drivas i hope uh, yeah i think whatever uh, the context you have raised it is a valid thing it can be thought in that yeah, yeah. 
ಸರ್ಪಾಚಿಕ Uh, all those things so we are in an era where uh, we consume a lot of foods itself which get converted into toxins like even ama ama visha so many things we speak about and the long standing uh, thing and viruddha aharas all those things leads to so many systemic problems lifestyle disorders and other things even in these conditions where visha not actually taking from the agada perspective so what we are speaking today thinking that one or the other quantum of visha is available in our system because we are exposed to such a lifestyle uh, food practices knowingly or unknowingly so it need not be essentially a pratna parada so but we are consuming certain things export to certain things that poisons or the i'm uh, not using the word poisons here the visha uh, is developed in our system unknowingly so maybe a manasika visha also due to stress and other things okay manasika ama we know so like uh, so this ama and also the toxins certain toxins which are formed within us while uh, uh, being in a modern era do you think uh, this session a conclusion statement we can make or a statement with a query or a conclusive statement that uh, many formulations explained in agada tantra and uh, wonderful treatises like you touched upon today prayoga samuchayam and other texts can they be brought into the general practice that was the basic idea so like uh, handling uh, the regular general uh, like uh, conditions like chara charti atisara sotrahini amavata uh, amavisha and uh, certain other conditions uh, which which are caused due to the impact of life lifestyle foods and all those things so visha chikitsa can be skillfully implemented in treating the generalized conditions which which come into uh, our clinical practice number 1 and when traditional formulations treating those conditions fail we can have a perspective and look at vishachikitsa and use them as uh, the medicines for uh, uh, chronic conditions and also as an emergency cure so this was a uh, big question so- yeah exactly sir that would be the perfect closing or the uh, con- conclusion statement to make basically uh, as you said rightly there are two aspects of utilizing of this vishayogas one is for acute management of a symptom which is coming in general practice and the other one is treating the actual cause of a chronic disorder so as i was just going through the yogas like the jeevaraksha gudiga it has a very wonderful effects in treating many of the autoimmune conditions not specifically treated by me but uh, uh, there has been doctors who uses this uh, particular medicine for different kind of autoimmune conditions and uh, many other yogas which is been ter- mentioned as hrida yogas it can be used as a hridayavarana which or rather we can use it as a hridayavarana there is a wa- wide scope for uh, preventive uh, medicine and there is a wide scope for uh, eliminating the whatever inflammatory responses what we we will be having uh, in the in the modern day life uh, and the concept of dushi visha will be of a great importance when we uh, and can be managed with this uh, many of those yoga so as you were uh, saying about the psychological involvement there are actually two yogas which i have included in the uh, slide but i couldn't explain that so the which contains actually yogas which 
calms down the the mind which have a very important result in treating uh, psoriasis kind of conditions where there is psychological involvement i am saying that because uh, that was the condition which uh, we used so similarly that can be taken into other context and we can utilize these yogas uh, in in various other conditions so basically what happens is many of the drugs what we use here it has potential vishaharatva in its in its prabhava or in its uh, karma uh, other than the dosharatva of these peculiar drugs it has an vishaharatva also so that adds as a uh, extra what to say force in in making that formulation so it will be wonderful uh, when we can utilize these drugs into into our common practice so basically the concept of dushi visha can be taken and these yogas and these concepts can be uh, incorporated so that one a fast relief the other one uh, a better relief in the chronic conditions in treating the root cause can be achieved i, I feel so that is a area where we have to uh, work upon so maybe the uh, concept of agada tantra will in future will be if it all coming up uh, nicely it will be helping this context rather than the uh, acute management as far as i understand because that part has been very of course in modern era it has been reached somewhere uh, else where reaching to that point is very difficult for uh, us at right this time but the other area it is very what to say very open still we have so much of thing to to try out and do so of course that is a, a wonderful concept to conclude the total session i feel thank you thank you dr jishnu for making the, the conclusive statement and also uh, as i said uh, this session was really mind blowing i think even our participants would agree so on behalf of all our participants and uh, ayurveda so big thanks to dr jishnu narayanan for uh, Uh, giving us a wonderful talk and presenting us uh, with a new introducing us and presenting us uh, with a very innovative and very interesting and uh, mind blowing and mind opening the session thank you dr jishnu narayan on behalf of all of us thank, thank you thank you so much sir thank you and thank you isi ayurveda once again before uh, concluding the session a small announcement that uh, uh, most of you know so isi ayurveda is coming up with a hospital a big structured hospital at uh, mangaluru on uh, october 22nd so need all your wishes for uh, the successful run of the hospital we are venturing into that also as uh, team isi ayurveda so that celebrative moment is also your celebrative moment because you are always uh, with us thanks for the support so as uh, from all of you and lot of love from all of you as it has always been a big uh, thank you namaste and lots of love from isi ayurveda to all of you namaste